Welcome to the Women in Business Impact Lab podcast. Maximize your leadership potential and professional advancement and be inspired. We're delighted to be your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development from a women in business perspective. We share our original research, explore industry and workforce trends, and interview female executives, allies, and thought leaders from across the globe. Join us for practitioner-oriented content around all things women in business, leadership challenges, talent management, organizational development, change management, and diversity and inclusion. Welcome to the Women in Business Impact Lab podcast. In this WBIL podcast episode, Angela Schill and I talk with Mel Lane about past, present, and future orientations in our personal leadership. Mel Lane, welcome to the Women in Business Impact Lab podcast. Thanks. I'm stoked to be here. I'm, I'm really honored and uh, lo- been looking forward to it. So let's let's rock and roll. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you joining us. You're joining uh, me and Angela Schill, uh, who are part of the Women in Business Impact Lab at Utah Valley University in the Woodbury School of Business. And Mel, where are you joining us from? I'm up in beautiful Park City, Utah with, you know, six inches of fresh pal out there on the mountain right now. I think there's a power outage going on too, but it didn't impact me. I was panicked at first for a second, but here I am. So yeah, Park City, Utah, loving it up here. Wonderful. Some of the best skiing in the world. Uh, Again, thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about some of your experiences and uh, your background in history generally, but we're also going to specifically be exploring this idea around past, present, and future orientations in our personal leadership style and approach, uh, how those can help us be more effective and impactful in what we do. As we get started, I just wanted to share Mel's bio with everybody. Melissa Lane holds an executive MBA from Quantic School of Business and Technology. She is a Utah Business Sales and Marketing Award winner a graduate of Harvard University's Leadership Consortium Executive Program, and is currently a vice president of sales at Bill, a fintech powerhouse that acquired her former company, Divi Inc., in 2021 for $2.5 billion. Melissa is also the co-lead for Bill's LGBTQIA plus employee resource group, which during her tenure has grown to more than 200 members. On weekends, she's an avid snowboarder and mountain biker, but her favorite role is wife and Mata to her high school sweetheart and three-year-old daughter. Uh, pleasure to, to have you here with us today. Thank you so much for taking your time. Anything else you would like to share with us and the audience by way of your background or personal context before we dive on into the conversation? Now, I always say like when somebody reads my bio, I'm like, heck yeah. Like, you know, like that sounds good. Like I did that. Um, and, and off to do much more, you know, from here. And I think that, you know, that sometimes as a, a young professional and, you know, I would, I would, you know, read the back of a book jacket or read, you know, or listen to a podcast intro or something like this. And I'd be so intimidated and be like, wow, that person must like really have it all together. And like, <laughs> never like 
faltering whatsoever or that sort of thing but the reality is like I'm a human being um working on my craft every single day and what I share for you for you all today is is really just like learnings and you know my my humility and my vulnerability and and kind of building my life and this crazy bio that you just read which others have prayed through ones I'm sure that are are that much more elegant but you know just if I were you know my seven ten year old self whatever that you know was looking at somebody's bio like this I potentially could be like incredibly intimidated but um overall I just want people to listen and just know that I'm a human being you know talking to them today so um yeah uh Mata though just to touch on that a little bit like uh that that term there is something that you know being somebody who kind of identifies a little bit more you know, I'm definitely uh, female, but a little bit more non-binary and, and kind of that overall umbrella and that sort of thing. Like that was a term that was was tricky. You know, I'm married to a woman. So it was like, okay, wait, are we just going to be shouting mom all the time? And we're both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, how are we going to handle that? And ultimately, um, we just did, you know, that thing that most people do, which is Google search, like, what the heck should we do here? And being <laughs> that I'm <laughs> a bit more non-binary, we, we said like, why not Mata? Like, it's a nice little blend. And um and my daughter knows nothing else from that and so we are mama and mata at my house so yeah just to to cover that for an audience because maybe that's a, a question mark to people or maybe there's somebody else kind of in that position going like what does that look like for me and in, in the future you know if, if I wanted to have a family or something like that like <laughs> how does that work and ultimately it's yours to decide and I think that that's kind of the the topic overall of the conversation is, you know, the, the past, present and future of you, like, you know, it's your life, like it's your journey. What do you want to do sort of thing? So, yeah. So no, that's it, John, like I'll kick it back to yeah. you. All right. I love it. I love it. I have um, to just well, say, and, really quickly. Ahead, sorry. I just wanted to say reading some comments on your LinkedIn, Mel, that was another to build on what you just said. That was really, it was really inspiring. Someone took a lot of time to comment on what it was like to work with you. And it was an amazing testament to the the work that you do in this, um, the way you talk about just learning every day and, and giving it all you've got. This, it, it was, I would highly suggest people read that and aspire to that. It was really fascinating to see the kind of impact you've made in. The oh, thank you. Friendships. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. You're going to make me tear up, but like, I think that that's kind of like my, my point is like, we're all humans. Like we're all we have to look at each other that way. You know, we all have things that we go through or we've gone through and, you know, Oprah has a book like what, what happened to you? And everyone kind of has something there. And so to see people through that lens of their experience and their beliefs and to treat them, you know, in that way is, is what it's all about, in my opinion, you know, it's like something that it's, it's a must do. <laughs> and it's the same way you want to be treated as a human being too. So why not give that out to, to the world? Definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let's go ahead and dive on in uh, the way we kind of framed up the episode. Um, we wanted to start by talking about, you know, we're going to talk about the past, the present, the future. We're going to start about talking, start with talking about the past, never a failure, always a learning. Why don't you dive on in and tell us a little bit about what you mean by that framing um, and we can dive on it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that there's, probably a thousand different books or articles written on a similar topic, but I'm here to say like, this is very much something that, and I spoke about this at the Polish conference uh, uh, to a degree about these seasons of life. And there are different times, you know, where you are 
learning or you are teaching or you are growing or, you know, it feels like you're really challenged and potentially failing. And, and from that, like, what do you extract? And the, the idea of like, you're never, you're never a failure. Whatever you did was never a failure. There's always a morsel of, of hope or goodness or, or learning that can come out of that. And if you truly look for that, if you look for those morsels, you will find a jumping off point for your growth. You will find a, something to build into yourself um, that was meant to be like the challenge that you went through, the quote failure that you had. It, it was meant to be for your story, for your journey. So as long as you take that and you apply it um, for me, like I look at it and Will Smith had a book, Will, out that he talked about building a wall with his dad and his brother and this idea of like every brick that he put on the wall, he just made as best as he could, you know, as he like stacked the bricks and over time that got built. And that's kind of how I think about building one's life. It's like, as you are mixing your concrete, I don't even know what a brick is made out of, but whatever it is of your life you are shaping it to be the best that you can be. And you will learn from that. And it will become easier as you stack those bricks to a degree because you've gone through kind of that that curve of, of learning and saying, okay, now I've stacked it here and here's, you know, kind of the, the outcome that I've gained from that. And now I have momentum to go and do it again and that sort of thing. But the, the idea of like just constantly learning, I think um, is one that, that I, I want people to look back on. I think a lot of people like hold on to childhood trauma in a way that can be detrimental to them. It's like, what did that teach you? Like, there's gotta be something good in that. Like, there's gotta be some good moment of hope morsel that you can kind of jump off of and put as like, a, oh, this is why I am disciplined or this is why I'm routine or this is what this taught me to do, you know, with time or relationships or whatever that might be that now I'm putting that brick into place in my future life and I have that component and I wouldn't have had that component had I not have had that challenge or that learning or that quote failure or whatever. And so kind of the idea of like taking a look back at our past and saying, what have I gathered over time? And have I applied those gatherings into my, my present? And am I, you know, am I leveraging them into my future? To me has been something that that has benefited me greatly, you know, because I'm, I'm never failing. I'm always moving forward. I'm always learning. I'm always growing and I'm doing this. And it doesn't mean like I don't have blunders or trip up or, you know, there's like, oh gosh, did that really just happen? But it's like, that's okay. Like it's all meant for my story and my journey. And so that's kind of the, the thought process there. I, I love that idea from the standpoint of just listening to you. I think about that kind of mindset frees you up to do things that I think if you were afraid, you wouldn't do because you're looking totally. at those blunders as like the worst thing ever. But instead mm -hmm. it becomes something you talked about applying and leveraging those. That's such a that's such a powerful way of looking at our past, whether it's traumatic or a mistake or just something that could just sit there and and either traumatize us or mean nothing. Yeah, totally. I mean, my like the brief story from my childhood is like I grew up a really poor kid. I was on welfare. Like I had a single mom. Like, but I watched her work hard and I watched what hard work did and I watched what time management meant. And I and and in that I didn't even realize. And sometimes when you're in these like thick seasons of life, 
you know, especially as, as a, a youngster, like you're not even realizing what you're gaining, but if you can actually spend some time and even as an adult right now, whatever age you are listening to this, like just reflect back on some of those key things and look for the good, look for the learning. And if you have those, I think you'll see, and if you're applying those, I think you'll see that those are really good jumping off points to start defining who you are, you know, kind of in the present and your and and therefore what you can be in in the future. And so for me growing up, no money for school, right? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go work my tail off. I'm going to study hard. I'm going to have good grades. I'm going to go grab a soccer scholarship. You know, I'm going to get to school. I'm going to do that. And I think I wouldn't have been able to have, I'm the only, you know, kind of one in my family who's, who's finished college and that sort of thing. And I don't think I would have had that level of discipline and routine and, and heartache if I hadn't have been like, or heartache, like heartache and, and like repair, I should say, um, if, if I wouldn't have been the firstborn that had been saddled with the responsibility, you can look at it like, oh gosh, that happened to me. Or like that happened to me and I'm going to go and do this with it. Like what, what take back your power to your point, Angela, like be empowered by what it was and, and just go forward in hindsight. It's, it's easier to look at, right? Like then when you're in the thick of it and, and so, you know, kind of having people uh, in your corner to kind of point those things out, people you trust and that sort of thing to to help kind of work through that stuff, whether that's somebody professionally like in, in therapy. I mean, I've, I've done work there too, or, or just like good mentors and good friends and people that you love and trust that will say, you know what, like, this is, I think what you can extract from that. And like, therefore you're this, and therefore you can jump off of it in the, in the future in this way. And, and just kind of having that and not, not being tied to, the victimization of like what potentially was and instead you know taking back your power and, and becoming what you want to be yeah i think that's fantastic and i think we all just need to to strive to be learners um and not get stuck in our past we all have trauma we all have baggage we've all dealt with difficult things i mean everyone's path is different and some you know in some ways your, your background has been more difficult in some aspects and maybe mine and others and Angela's and others. And it's not about comparing our difficulties and challenges. I'm a straight cisgender white dude. I got all sorts of privilege. I get that. But I also have trauma. I also have background issues. And, and so it's just acknowledging that, right? It's just recognizing um, that uh, those things inform everything about who we are today. We've become who we are because of those things. Uh, and let's not get stuck and ruminate on them endlessly. Um, but rather leverage that for a future opportunity. And, and if yeah. we can learn from our past experience, that's the best possible outcome. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you got it. And that kind of like brings you into like your present. How do you attack that? And and I, I read this book, The Oz Principle a long time ago. And I talk about this like all the time to anybody who'll listen. Anytime I start a new sales team, any uh, people all over the country have heard this at this point, like from the last however long when that book first came out. And it's this idea of like proactive accountability and reframing that in your mind and knowing that you are, you do have the power to, to, to problem solve essentially like in your life. And so there's kind of this line of accountability above and below it. And below it is like the cycle of victimization, you know, being confused, waiting to be told what to do or waiting and seeing what might happen or, you know, kind of dragging your feet in that way or making excuses or, you know, covering your tail, coming up with some sort of story that you're going to say, oh, that, therefore, like, this is all justified, right? Like, but you can get stuck in that. And in the present, if you can keep yourself very conscious 
to where am I? Am I stuck in a, in a cycle of victimization or am I taking steps to problem solve this component of my life? Um, that Those are two total different outcomes depending on where you land. But if you can stay present in that and just really self-aware, um, uh, you can get out of anything. And the steps are see it, own it, solve it, do it. So see what the problem is, own it, see, see what other owners you may need to bring into that, solve it, you know, come up with a game plan and then do it. I say this Thomas Edison quote, vision without execution is just hallucination. So you may have a great game plan, but if you don't go and act on it, like nothing's happening. And then just continually uh, asking yourself, like, what else can I do? Like, what else can I do? And then just starting back, so you don't solve it, do it and keep that cycle going. And so that cycle will keep you, you know, proactively accountable to your life moving forward, getting yourself on the front foot, staying on offense. Um, but ultimately, I think it's about asking yourself truly in the mirror every day, like, are you making the 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 best effort that you can and that that's again having people in your corner that you can turn to and say like do you think I'm giving my best effort and then them shoot you straight back and be like no like I think you're actually sagging off here or there or, or otherwise or like yeah like you're doing all you can like great effort keep it up you know but you need to kind of have those checks too not just with yourself but with others that that will help hold you accountable to that you know, John Wooden says success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction, knowing that you made the effort to become the best which you are capable. And so um, making that true effort in your present, so staying aware of where you are in that cycle. Are you in the problem solving cycle and, and agile and moving forward on the front foot? Are you in victimization? Step one, being really self-aware. And then step two, knowing and and really giving yourself like that gut check like is this my true effort um is, is something that i've i've noticed for me like propels me in the present in my day-to-day -day, in my you know in the daily hustle in the daily grind as they say is that kind of the when you you know that you talk about self-leadership what i hear you what i hear you mentioning is really just being accountable not even in a, a team or any organization but first to yourself and in Absolutely. That, yeah. What about the, I, is that part of the growth mindset and just being that continuous learner? Yeah, it definitely carries in into that. And, and my thing with like, so like if, if you want to be a leader to any capacity, whether that's like within your family, within your like church group, within your you know business setting, whatever, like in any capacity, you have to lead yourself first or nobody's going to follow you. Like, look at a leader that's like sloppy and messed up. Like nobody's following that. Like everyone's like, ah, that's a bad egg. Like don't go there. You know what I mean? But um, so if you really want to be something, especially in the tone of leadership, uh, be someone who people follow like be someone worth following, like lead yourself first and, and have some principles and some character to you that that is is kind of a worth it there. And, and, and that comes with continuous learning. It comes with always looking out for your blind spots and to say like, I know I have this. It, it's not a, a failure necessarily, but it, it's an area of opportunity. It's a place where I can read a book, listen to a TED talk, hit up this podcast, like whatever the case may be. And I can just level myself up, you know, even just that 1%, like James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits. It's what can I, you know, put, put into practice that can I just edge this up a notch? And then when people see that you're actually like, putting your money where your mouth is and you're trying things and you're learning and you're growing and you're like, just like them, like a human being, like trying to navigate this and holding yourself accountable. Like they're like, heck yeah. Like I want to do that. Cause I understand like 
the humanity in it, but also, you know, that, that it bears results because they're going to see you get results. And, and that is how like you can spread your light and your fire to others in that way. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I love proactive accountability, self-accountability. If I'm just relying on external accountability measures and mechanisms constantly to drive my own performance, you just don't get the same kind of um, growth. You don't get the same kind of outcomes. Now I, I need to be kind to myself. I So being accountable to yourself isn't about beating yourself up. Uh, it's, you know, you have to practice self-care and you have to be kind to yourself and know that, you, you know, there will be setbacks. Things don't always go to plan, et cetera, but just being proactively accountable. Uh, and, and that requires that constant self-reflection uh, about how, what you're doing, how you're doing it. Uh, that then leads us, you know, that puts us in a better position um, to be present in the moment and to learn and grow as we continue. And I guess that kind of brings us to the next and the final component that we wanted to talk about today, the future, your vision for your life and the micro steps, your brand, trust, your impact. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you mean by that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think all of this like sets you up for your future. I think so many young professionals are not thinking far enough ahead in what do you want in life. And that doesn't mean that it's going to look like that one day and doesn't mean that you're tied to it and that you can't change it. You know, I've made entire industry changes throughout my, you know, 20 something year career, but it's about having a plan, you know, having a thought, a vision for your life. What do you want to be? What do you want your legacy to be? You know, what, what is it that you want to accomplish to what degree in what, in what industry serving what client or what, you know, what is it? Is it entrepreneurial? Is it working for an organization? Is it, you know, maybe it's personal, maybe it's within your own family set, like there, but just willy nilly going about life in, in, at least in my opinion, like you're probably not going to get the outcome. Like life is going to, you know, do you versus you do life, so to say. And so, you know, having a game plan, but knowing that you can be agile um, through, you know, just whatever may come your way, I think is, is a necessary step in, in creating sort of a, you know, a future for yourself. And I actually recently just shared this with my team this morning actually I watched this documentary Patagonia put out called Mind Over Mountain it's like 40 minutes long I definitely recommend it but it's this idea of there's it's like bugs to Rogers Traverse I think it's Canada like but but basically it's this this people do this they go out in the snow in the winter and they traverse these mountains and they're trying to get from kind of one side of the range to the other and there's all these like peaks in between and that's life in a lot of ways um, it's not just like a clear path, right? There's a subset of different things that are going to go on different milestones that you're going to hit. But the idea is, you know, they have their game plan out of we're going to stop here. We're going to stop there. We're going to summit this, you know, this is kind of the, the general path, but stuff comes up, weather comes up, mindset challenges with the team that they're on, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe your team changes theirs didn't in this, but like maybe in your life, you have a team now that maybe doesn't serve you as well as you're going to need going forward. Maybe you need to make some subs, you know, that sort of thing. But all of that, as you're kind of going about that, taking that next peak of your life um, and, and, and charging through that, give yourself a little bit of grace in your future plan to say like, this may come up. I might, I might need to, to change or tweak this, but I'm going to get there. And so really ultimately like having that and kind of the, the parallel there is like, they have the vision to get all the way to the other side, that there's these, these milestones along the way. 
So determine for yourself, where am I going? What are my milestones that are going to get me there? You know, the big ticket items that I'm going to go do. And from there, break those down into these micro steps on, you know, it's like a project plan. What, you know, what needs to happen when? What are you going to do to celebrate when you get to that first milestone? Make sure you're taking that in and taking yourself, giving yourself that high five, that victory lap, reflecting on the learnings. What was the past of that? What do I need in my present? How am I going to go forward in the future? What am I going to change in the future direction that way? And if you navigate it that way, I think that you'll see that there's a little bit, I mean, life is to a degree, like going to happen and be uncontrollable in nature to a degree, but you can control it in a way that way because you're moving forward in your life and making a plan and you're building your life in the way that you desire. And so that's kind of the idea of, of having a vision for your life, taking the micro steps and ultimately what do you want your brand to be? And then, and trusting yourself and others in that process. Um, listening to just reflecting back on a few things that Mel said, I really love this idea. You talked about you know, people watching you, seeing you go through this process of having a vision, having goals, working in the, jumping off from your past, working in the present. And there's this element of humanity that you bring to it, that it's not a machine where you just see the results and everything's just lockstep and people are kind of just watching on the periphery. But there's this humanity, this humanity piece you talk about where people are drawn to you, they learn from you. They grow with you, they're included on that journey, and then they get the vision to then move forward and do something differently. And I have to say in the few times that I've connected with you, that's happened for me. So mm -hmm. I'm learning how to do that by just seeing how you have done that. So yeah, yeah, well, I think we all have to like, cut ourselves a little bit of slack to be gracious to ourselves and to each other. Um, and, and, and doing that, it like gives a little room to, to breathe in a sense. Um, and you know, you, you think about that with like a fire, right? Like you squelch the flame, like it's gone, but if you give it a little room to breathe, like it'll burn, you know, significantly. And so that's kind of the idea is just to, to make sure that, you know, you're not just, like I said, willy nilly in life. Like you have a plan, you have a direction, you have kind of these goals and things that you're achieving, you're growing, like you're moving forward, but there's grace along the way. And there's, you know, kind of that, that patience. Um, but ultimately, you know, to take yourself into consideration, like anybody listening to this right now, like you have a life to live. Like, what do you want from it? How do you want to live it? Who do you want to be? Like all of that, that you've had in the past is going to be a foundation for you. Use it. Like, don't just let it go to waste. What are you doing today? A micro step today. You've listened to this podcast at this point, but what else can you do to further your journey, you know, today in the present for your future? And it could be something very small. It could be that phone call that you've been needing to make, or, you know, the text message that you've been needing to send, or that time that you've needed to, to reflect or journal or game plan. Maybe you don't have anything going on and you're like, whoa, like I don't have a vision. <laughs> like, I don't have a plan. Draft one up. Like you can change it. Nobody's looking at it except you, you know, so uh, live your life and kind of like lead yourself in this. And, and I think if you do that and you start sharing that and you, you're open and honest, people will follow you and they will learn from you and they will grow with you. And, and it's really special when that happens. Yeah. Well, Mel, it has just been a real pleasure. I know at the time we need to let you go here in just a minute, but before we wrap things up for today, we just wanted to give you a chance to share with the audience, how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, and then give us a final word on the topic for today. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, find me on LinkedIn. Uh, connect with me. Tell me you listen to it. Tell me what you got. Give me feedback. I, I know I didn't like totally nail it, but I'm, I'm hoping that you got some morsels of goodness and you can give me some good constructive feedback too. I'd love to hear from you. Um, so yeah, find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'll connect with you. No problem. Like it's not like this gated thing. I know some people have that. You got to like know their social security number to get through. Just send me a connection request. Put it in the note like that you listen to this. And I, I'd love to to get to know you more. I'm over at Bill and and uh, the the Draper office. Um, but we are, you know, a global organization. If you know a small business owner, we're champions for SMBs. We're, we're people that want to see um, these amazing entrepreneurs survive and thrive in, in the landscape that we're in. We believe that SMBs are, are to be respected and are a uh, lifeblood of our economy. And we, you know, if you don't know what offerings, you know, Bill or Divi from the expense management side offers, um, just go check out our website, hit me up on LinkedIn. I'd love to do that. Obviously I'm in sales, but I have to like shamelessly plug that like we have an amazing um, expense management platform and, and we automate your back office for your SMB. So I have to plug that. But other than that, um, the, the past, present and future is, is your life. Like I said, to live, um, just go live it, love what you do. If you're not loving it, tweak it, change it, stay agile in your approach. And if I can ever be of service to anybody, like, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. That's what I'm all about. I'm a, about impacting lives um, and and just taking whatever fire I can do and, and light somebody else, you know, on fire for something. So um, yeah, let's connect in any way. And, and Angela and John, like, thanks so much for the opportunity again. I'm, I'm like, so, so, so blessed to, to be a part of this. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Angela. It's really been a pleasure. What a wonderful conversation. Uh, we invite the audience to reach out, get connected with Mel. And as always, we hope everyone stays healthy and safe, that you'll find meaning and purpose in the work that you do each and every day. And we hope you all have a wonderful week. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Women in Business Impact Lab podcast. We hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.